0: Hi, welcome to uh, Bad Influence.
1: Oh, I like the name.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've, we're two episodes in and I think we've already learned that I'm the bad influence. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what I assumed. I didn't think that. Really? <laughs> yeah. That Why? was not, uh, because I have a weird view of myself where I think I'm not as bad as I am and I'm like, oh, an angel. I, yeah, yeah, you remember the, I always want people to think I'm an angel and then I'm like. One not, uh-huh. and two, I don't think that's the vibe people get. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm here with very funny comic. Hi. Rob Puglisi.
1: Hi. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. This
1: is fun. <laughs> 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 How's it going? We can hear disembodied laughter from the room over. Yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah.
0: Laughing at the awkwardness.
1: It's all right. How are you doing? I'm doing tired. Good. I'm still not feeling 100%.
0: Rough night, snuck out, drank poison, blackout, handcuffs, poor choices, it's okay, it's okay.
1: I just realized uh, I am realize, like, a fucking child because I wake up and I'm sick and I have no medicine. Like, you know how as an adult you should have something to take care of yourself if you're sick? I have nothing. I have to always like go and run and buy Dayquil. I feel
0: like I picture you living in just like an empty room. Um,
1: no, there's stuff in it. But for a while, when I first moved here for like the first two years, I just had a bed and a TV on the floor. Yeah. And if I brought a girl over I would have to tell her that I just moved in and I did that for two years
0: <laughs> I Dated a guy who pre-pandemic. He said he had just moved here and was sleeping on an air mattress yep. And then I hooked up with him again like a year and a half later or something And it was he was still on an air mattress.
1: I was on an air mattress for a while. <laughs> I'm like Yeah, they're dude beds are expensive.
0: Yeah, but also like of all things like buy a bed
1: I know, but they're not cheap. It was like, they're like a thousand bucks Mm. for a mattress.
0: That's true. I, I feel like it says a lot more about me that I was.
1: Yeah. I did all right. When I had the air mattress, I wouldn't feel too bad. Really? Oh
0: God. That's men can get away with anything.
1: That's not true. We can get away with anything when it comes to like maybe hooking up, but, uh, relationships, it's women have way higher standards, especially as you get older, you know? Mm. Yeah. Women just have to like be there. And we're like, oh, you're great. We gotta fucking provide and shit. It's a nightmare.
0: Yeah, you know, provide, protect all the...
1: All the P's.
0: Yeah. That's like like your natural instinct as a woman. It's like you're just looking for a guy who's gonna like protect you and like... Right, yeah. Beat someone up for you.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Because we live in modern society. If yeah. your boyfriend's like regularly beating people up for you, you're the problem.
0: That's so hot to me.
1: It's your, but you're the issue. If you're constantly. Oh, I'm not saying
0: I'm not the issue. I'm not just you, saying like. Not you, but
1: like the girlfriend. If you're constantly having to get in fights with a girl or for your girlfriend at the age of 37, she's something's fucking wrong.
0: I feel like this is a specific kind of woman.
1: Yeah. It's called the people, the ones I love.
0: <laughs> the ones whose dads were maybe less present in their lives.
1: Right. I like a girl who doesn't even have a mom. Like, I go full orphan. That's how. I can't just be uh, daddy orphan. issues. Yeah, you got to be like a boxcar child for me to be into you. Nobody ever read that book? Did you ever read yes, that book? Yes, sir. Boxcar children. They lived in a boxcar.
0: Yeah. Orphans only. Oh, my God. It's so specific.
1: <laughs> it's my new uh, <laughs> 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 It's my new fucking <laughs> porn website I go on. Orphans only. <laughs>
0: <laughs> porn has come up so fast on every episode so far It's
1: a bunch of comedians We have no depth to us That's true expect.
0: Also, if anyone listened to the last episode I, It was Riley Reed Was the porn star I was talking about
1: Ooh, love her I saw her once Where? Uh, at Go Get Em Tiger On um, uh, Like in Silver Lake <laughs> And I was with my girlfriend at the time And I had to pretend like I didn't know who she was
0: I would famous. know who she was.
1: She didn't. I was like, that girl looks familiar. I was like, never mind. No, she doesn't. Like a Never mind who she was.
0: Yeah, I was dating a guy who loved her, and I knew it. And so I just like bought the same glasses she had. Just glasses. Sometimes. Okay. I you was get just the spine to... tattoo. <laughs> I thought about it.
1: I mean, it goes one or two ways with podcasts. You either have to dig into the dark, fucking blah blah blah, or you just make pussy jokes the whole time. So yeah. I'm fine with either.
0: The problem is I like the, I like going dark and then I'm like, but I don't know if I want people to listen to this.
1: Yeah. No, it's weird. I've done a couple podcasts where afterwards I've had to be like, should I tell them not to put that out? Like specifically after a breakup and then they do. And it's like on Instagram. (laughs) 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 Yeah. What are you going to do?
0: Yeah. I did one where I did it and then like my siblings listened to it and we're like, are you okay?
1: Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was a bad time.
1: Yeah i don't know i don't think my f- my brother might listen my sister doesn't or my mom but they all like know my sordid past so i've got nothing to really be ashamed of or worried about
0: might i think no but just don't like to be uh reminded
1: sure that makes sense
0: even though my sordid past was about six months ago but
1: that's the past
0: <laughs> yeah
1: it counts yeah, yeah you know what um so what's the what's the name that it's called bad influence
0: yeah the idea was like I feel like I was like deeply influenced by like the things I thought were cool growing up uh-huh. um, and they were almost exclusively bad influences. Oh, really? Um, well, probably, although, you know, I guess it made me who I am.
1: Like what? Like what? Give me some examples of what the bad influences were.
0: Um, I feel like it was all either like rock stars that I thought were very cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Who was your number one?
0: Uh, I had a phase where I did acid for the first time and then I was like obsessed with Jim Morrison, which is like the sure. most stereotypical teen experience, I think.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Um, but then the big one was like a lot of writers that I thought were very cool. Oh, yeah, like a... big Charles Bukowski and mm-hmm. William Burroughs and well. all of those.
1: Yeah, that was our thing too growing up. Um, we looked, We liked punk rock music a lot our favorite band was called leftover crack (laughs) which is a new york city punk band and it's an it's like a the name's supposed to be like an oxymoron because there's no such thing as leftover crack but (laughs) they're fucking good and but they're all about like smoking crack and shooting heroin mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and songs about suicide that we thought were the coolest shit ever middle class kids were like yeah we're fucking homeless (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then i uh i liked all those writers too i have a Tattoo of Hunter S. Thompson on my back, his like, insignia. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like them.
0: I have a William Burroughs tattoo.
1: What is it? Is it just a child naked?
0: <laughs> I know. I'm like, I have a tattoo of a quote by a guy who uh, was gay and killed his wife. Um, yeah,
1: he was also a pedophile and a heroin addict.
0: I, you know, no, only the cool. best influences. <laughs> he's
1: cool. I'm not saying that's not cool. Yeah. That's very cool. It's, that's so weird, like how back in the 60s you could just be an artist
0: <laughs> yeah right you could just like
1: and do that meant you could do whatever the fuck you wanted
0: you'd be a shitty human and then make great art and people are like wow
1: i think maybe it's the fact that the art isn't as equivalent to how great it once was you know like if people were creating picasso level art i think that's how we should determine what you're allowed to get away with <laughs> the inverse of how good your art is you yeah know? Like, I feel Top. like
0: kanye would get away with quite a bit he does that's true
1: you know, he he said he hates Jews, and he's still like people are. not I like, feel like
0: he's been pretty like canceled, canceled at this point.
1: No, he'll be fine. He will. He could release an album tomorrow, and it would be number one, one, hundred percent. Yeah, especially if he named true. it something crazy about the Jews. That would sell like hotcakes. Oh, I
0: hope this happens.
1: <laughs> that would sell like challah bread. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's the way it should be. You know, like the more like amazing your art is, because William Burroughs is like some, one of the best writers probably of all time. Just
0: yeah
1: prose wise best
0: quotes of any human
1: yeah and just some of his sentences were like incredible and uh he literally did heroin lived in the tangiers and had sex with children (laughs) yeah and everybody was like it's pretty cool man
0: (laughs) Uh, i read his son's book yeah um and his son like one remembers uh his dad killing his mom yeah um because he like Shot her trying to like shoot a bottle off her head.
1: Yeah. It was spo- he was trying to do an impression of some like magician or something.
0: Yeah. Um, but that's like his first memory, according to the book. Um, and then his dad, when he's like 12, is like, hey, this is heroin. Want to try it?
1: When he was 12? Mm-hmm. Damn. Did he do it? Huh? That's pretty cool. And
0: then huh? he died of cirrhosis when he was like 37 or something.
1: The kid mm-hmm. from alcoholism?
0: Mm-hmm. Damn. And I was like, I read that book and I was like, this guy's so cool.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that. We were driving. We went down to uh, Brea last night to see Nick Mullen um, just to like watch him or whatever.
0: Hmm.
1: (coughs) And we were driving back and we were listening to like the old music we used to listen to. And I was like, no wonder (laughs) I'm fucked up. Like it was just pure nihilism. I don't know where that came from. And I've been like struggling against that for the rest of my life to be like, it's like those imprints you have when you're a kid, like the music and the Authors and all that stuff, like really like, that is like, I don't know. For me, that was uh, always made the most sense, but it's really hard to like build a life. Yeah. You think everything where you should just like, ah, suicide's a good idea.
0: Yeah, suicide's a good idea. Try heroin, that'll be fun.
1: And it is. (laughs) Oh, it's fun. It's the most fun. It's the greatest thing you can do. It doesn't get better than heroin. There's nothing better. (laughs) Yep. No, it's real.
0: (laughs) But then you have to like become an adult. Stop doing heroin. Uh Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's all bullshit.
0: Yeah. And then you have to like find meaning in life that you've already decided has no meaning.
1: It's tough. Yeah. I mean, that's the reality of, uh, I don't know if that's for everybody, but
0: I think. Yeah. I'm also, I don't know how much of this is just like. Well, i had bad taste
1: i don't think it's bad taste or good
0: taste but like
1: yeah it's tough to that to have that be the foundation of your belief system is yeah those guys and those musicians
0: and it was like all of them were people where i was like oh i would love to like date that guy mm. or marry that guy, and it's like that guy's a psychopath
1: yeah yeah i remember i i was a big bukowski fan and there's a documentary that they made in like I forgot what it was. Maybe, like, late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him, like, with his wife in one of it. And you just, just, like, a day in the life of him. And he was, like, kicking her and, yeah. like, drunk and, like, threw her or something. I was like, oh, this guy's just a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just a piece of shit. But he's mm-hmm. good at writing. And when you're r- good at writing, you're creating how you appear to the audience. Yeah. So that's not really who you are. But.
0: And, like, words are just, I don't know, like, I love a good quote or, like, mm-hmm. I mean kind of just nerd and like reading, but, um, yeah, yeah. It's like, I love that stuff so much. And then it's like, I feel like I, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I really, uh, looked up to all those people and now I'm like, that Me doesn't too. serve you when you're 30.
1: Well, I realized what I, why I looked up to them and also the bands, like we like punk rock music a lot. That's it. And, uh, but I looked up to them, but all of them, what's funny is like, unless you're in a band or a writer, mm-hmm like if you just follow their life advice it's not going to work out because <laughs> all of the bands are all of the punk bands that i liked growing up are now multimillionaires. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. All of the writers that are like famous are millionaires. Yep. So it's like you're reading like these dirty like down and out <laughs> man, all fucking
0: Yeah. Well that's like the Bruce Springsteen thing where he's talked about like the poor man for Yeah. 20 years but he's been a billionaire for like Exactly. Since he was 25 or whatever.
1: The punk things i think the hardest because you're a teenager and you're listening to them. They're like, fuck the government. And then they all like pay their W twos and shit. And you don't make that connection when you're 17. Um, Yeah. Like rancid was one of our favorite bands. They're all very, very rich. Yeah. Dead Kennedy's no effects, like millionaires. Mm -hmm. All of them are millionaires.
0: Yeah. I feel like I also really took to heart the no one can tell me what to do. Yeah. And it's like, I work in the fucking service industry.
1: I know it's tough.
0: <laughs> it's like I wonder why I've had a hundred jobs.
1: Yeah, it's also like life tells you what to do, and you can't ignore that because if you do, it's just not going to work out. Yeah, you cannot do what you're supposed to do for for a long time, but it either ends in like poverty or death. You have yeah. to adhere to the like rules of life that are unspoken but do exist, and it's unfortunate. Because I would like to just do whatever the fuck I want. Same. And I still do that in some areas. Like, I've gotten better in a lot of stuff. But, um, yeah, some stuff I still am just like, no, nah, I'm going to do this anyway. And then it's a giant mistake.
0: That's <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's like people give me good advice. And I'm like, uh, but what about my idea?
1: I know. I wish I didn't have to learn every lesson the hardest way possible.
0: No, that's not even my problem. I have to do it the hardest way possible. But I also have to do it 19 times.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it takes a massive amount. I don't know if it's just I'm a sober guy, so I've been sober for twelve years, and I don't know if it's just like a trait of addiction, or if it's being Irish or Italian.
0: Okay, but, the problem is we have a lot in common. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is it this so specifically? I don't know. Sober, Irish, Italian.
1: I don't know, but yeah, it takes a lot of punishment for me to be like, I guess I can't do that, like an unimaginable amount of suffering before I'm like, man, this isn't a great idea.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, I think it's helpful like doing standup because it's like, I have a short memory, Mm. I think, for things, for some things. Um, So it's like, if you have a bad set or something, you get over it. But then it's also like, I get into a terrible relationship. Yeah. And once I'm out of it, I'm like, oh, well, that wasn't that bad. And then like, Mm. do it again.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. I, uh, I don't do like relationship relationships too often, but when I do the past couple have been nightmarishly bad. (laughs) And when it starts, because it's always like, yeah, it's the same stuff. It needs to be like super exciting. And uh, when you get that feeling of like high intensity excitement, like there's only one direction that can go. (laughs) Like it doesn't sustain itself. It eventually has to go down. Yeah. And you forget like how, at least for me, like how fucking painful that shit is.
0: 100 indy what was the thing you said on the first podcast
1: oh uh, bu- uh butterflies over lightning bolts yeah because i was yeah. talking
0: about how i like the like
1: i know I have a instantly time being
0: that. in love Like yeah I, the last guy i dated like the night we met was like one of the best nights of my life and i was instantly like oh my god this is my like person mm-hmm. yeah and then it ended real badly
1: yeah i hear you sister it's tough <laughs> That's tough. Like I don't know. I can't. Uh, I don't know what the hell I'm doing in that department. But it is. It's fucking. It's 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 scary stuff. It can be very. Um, yeah, because to me it's like, well, it's not drinking and drugs. How like how bad could this be? I'll be all right.
0: In and, my experience, worse.
1: Yeah, and then I'm like two months into a situation with somebody where they have control of my emotions and they are absolutely insane. <laughs> I'm like, oh fuck. Because drinking and drugs, like. If you're like in an addictive situation with drinking and drugs, you can get drinking, you can get drugs whenever you want. You mm-hmm. just have to pay for them. Yeah. But if it's with a person, they have their own free will. It's a nightmare.
0: And like drinking and drugs, eventually you're gonna like, if you do enough, you're not gonna remember it. You're gonna yeah. have a little bit of being like happy and fine. And it's right. like with a person that never, it lasts like two seconds. Yeah
1: yeah and you're just in a nightmare scenario
0: <laughs> yeah it's like all you can think about it's the worst <laughs> i was like do we have not- a
1: gun that we can use at the end of this <laughs> this podcast should just end there should be a gun in the middle of the table that you don't address the whole time <laughs> and then at the end of it you're like all right well we do this at the end of every episode and you just spin the barrel and put it against your head and pull the trigger the russian <laughs> oh, roulette podcast oh thank god podcast? it's that'd over that'd be sick
0: yeah, uh, the first episode with Margo, we talked about Taylor Swift, so.
1: Oh, <laughs> I would, yeah, same thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Although, somehow it became about relationships. Why is it, it always becomes about relationships.
1: Well, that's all life is, really, at the end of the day, you know? Relationships, right? Guys? Huh? I'm like,
0: please let it not just, well, no. I feel like now I have good friendships.
1: That's a relationship. And that's
0: relationships.
1: Yeah. I don't mean necessarily romantic, but yeah.
0: Those yeah, relationships,
1: friendships are good, but they're boring.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Nothing's as exciting as an insane person being in your life and like, I don't know, it's a, it's the same shit as drugs, it really is.
0: But the problem is if you're sober, there's nothing exciting except people.
1: I mean, you can buy a motorcycle, you know, join a, join the Yakuza, that's my plan. I'm gonna join a Japanese street bike gang. Wow! That's how I'm gonna deal with.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna fit right in. I think I will. Mm-hmm. I'm be the tallest person they've ever seen.
1: That's why I'll be the leader.
0: <laughs> yeah. Instantly. Mm-hmm.
1: That'd be so funny. What happened to Rob? He's the leader of the Yakuza. What? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that would be hilarious.
1: He runs one of the triads in Van Nuys. <laughs> I know, right? That'd be sick. Maybe that's what I need to get into—crime.
0: Crime. Yep have you been arrested
1: uh-huh yeah not too many times like four or five All for i dumb think stuff.
0: most people would say that's more than your average <laughs> i mean i don't think that but
1: yeah it was silly stuff though like uh capital murder and then uh <laughs> no it was like a dui and then i we stole like ten dollars out of some guy's car like dumb what? dumb stuff yeah
0: you got arrested for that
1: Uh we used to go car hopping that's what we called it <laughs> we're just bad kids he was going to people's cars and steal their stuff.
0: Were you bad, like as a little kid?
1: No, I was a sweet boy. I was very, I was a very nervous, sweet boy. Who, uh, I mean, I, yeah, no, I was like a good kid.
0: I was like a really good kid until I was like twelve.
1: Yeah, that's about when it kicked in for me.
0: And like, I was like a real like rule follower. Um. And then I became like not a rule follower.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember about rules if I, yeah, I don't know. I was a good kid. Yeah. I lied a lot. I remember having a problem with lying, though.
0: Wow, we have a lot in common. Mm. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I moved a lot, though, so I feel like I had to lie to make friends.
1: I didn't. I just liked the thrill.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's what I tell myself. I don't know if that's actually. Yeah, I don't know. If you're trying to make friends quickly, Lying's kind of the easiest.
1: That makes sense. I would lie to make friends, but I was just people that knew me. Like I told everybody that I uh, was swimming once and a hammerhead shark swam by me. And that never happened. <laughs> I don't know why I told that lie. I,
0: that's such a specific I know. hammerhead shark. I
1: thought they were the coolest sharks.
0: Mm, well, yeah. I feel like that's one of those things that like you only hear about as a kid.
1: I know. That's a funny way. That's actually not a fun, not a bad idea for a joke. Yeah. Like trying to make friends as an adult, as you did as a kid. <laughs> hey i went to the beach and i saw a hammerhead shark (laughs) yeah yeah, like a mixer for 30 (laughs) something singles
0: i told a girl i owned a horse nice when i like didn't and i remember she's like can we go ride your horse and i was like um i'm like busy for the next couple weeks (laughs) i was like an eight-year-old that's sick yeah i lied a lot
1: yeah me too i don't really lie anymore
0: i don't think i stopped lying until i got sober
1: well, it doesn't count if you're drinking. Yeah, you got to do what I, you got to do.
0: Yeah. I feel like as a drunk person, though, I was like, people say you're more honest. and I don't think I was.
1: When you're actually drunk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know. Eventually the booze just kind of stops like affecting you really. So yeah, you can still lie and be drunk.
0: Yeah. But, this came up with Joe. I was like one of those people that could drink and be blacked out and like no one knew oh really Mm -hmm.
1: yeah I used to drink and fight a lot so people knew (laughs) Uh, yeah but we all did it wasn't just me it was like me my brother all my friends that's just like what we did
0: Mm, makes sense did
1: you see that Miley Cyrus clip I don't know why I was just thinking about it (laughs) which one the one where she's talking she's like (laughs) it's on TikTok it's so funny (laughs) She's like, I think the journey is blah, blah, blah. She sounds like fucking, it sounds like somebody threw rocks down her throat. It's crazy. You she always sounds like that. Yeah, but this is like pretty nuts. <laughs> I- yeah, I remember when I first got sober. Well, I got sober twice. <clears throat> I relapsed and then I got sober again. And uh, the first time this time I was like uh, on like cloud nine for a while. <clears throat> Just because I was like, my drinking was real bad and drugs were real bad. So like in the first year and a half, I was just like, everything's amazing. <laughs> I was like, I can hold a job. It's pretty sweet if you just like um, fucking nosedive your life into the ground as deep as possible. Then any minor success feels like the best thing in the world.
0: Yeah. It's a way to do it. I've gotten. Pr- well, a little cheat code. A little cheat code.
1: The bad influence thing is real. I don't know if that's like. Uh. I think that's also like, because some people have the capacity to like separate those things where they can just like, I appreciate that, but that's not what I am. And I was mm-hmm. never that guy. I'm always like all in or all out.
0: That's me on everything.
1: Yeah. Yolo as Nick Cannon once said.
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel like, yeah, that's always been my uh, way of living life. And I think now it uh, is maybe not suiting me very well.
1: hmm yeah. It doesn't work forever.
0: Yeah, but it's I'm also like, does. all that stuff's still cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I watched Spotting the other day and I was like, which is like one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, And I feel like I was watching with someone and they were like, oh, it's so gross and like so sad. And I still am like, but the music's great, like.
1: Yeah, Do you ever see Basketball Diaries?
0: Yes, that was, I loved Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie
1: i saw that when i was like nine <clears throat> and i was like this looks awesome <laughs> as a nine-year-old yeah. um but eventually that shit just like it it kind of becomes it's all the same story that's what kind of sucks
0: mm-hmm. like
1: it's super interesting and super like uh dramatic and like whatever for a while but then eventually it's just the same story over and over again which is yeah. drugs are bad don't know do <laughs> it doesn't work out
0: yeah that is really i mean it's all the same story well yeah. I saw Sid and Nancy really young.
1: Mm, yeah, I think I was like 16 when I saw that. That's Gary Oldman, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, I remember whatever the Harry Potter movie is that he's in. I was like, Sid Vicious. Yeah. You're a big movie guy, aren't you?
1: Like, like do I like movies? Yeah, you?
0: like I feel like every time I talk to you, you've seen a new movie.
1: Uh, yeah, I like movies.
0: What were the movies you liked like when you were younger?
1: Um, I like Train Spotting a lot. That was a good one. Mm. Did you ever see SLC Punk with Matthew Lillard? <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: There's a sequel with uh, Machine Gun Kelly. I you
1: know it's unbearable. <laughs> it's so bad.
0: Wow, do you saw that?
1: Yeah, I don't know why.
0: I was like, I think I thought I was the only one that saw that.
1: I don't remember why I watched it. It was like sometimes I was, I was like with somebody or something, but yeah, it's really terrible. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Real bad.
1: Um. Well, yeah, I like film. <laughs> I'm a big film fan. <laughs> film guy. Hmm.
0: I feel like I don't claim to like film because I mostly like movies that aren't great, but like what? My favorite movie of all time is the Outsiders.
1: Oh, yeah. It's not a bad movie.
0: It's like not a real like piece of cinema, but eh, it's good. Yeah, it's. Good. I mean, it
1: had like every heartthrob in it. Right.
0: Yeah. The Roblo scene as a child. That was really I
1: don't remember there's
0: a scene where that. Rob Lowe's, like getting out of the shower. Mm. And it's like he's at his hottest.
1: Do you see his dong?
0: No, I did rewind many I times know. trying to.
1: I remember that book? I read the book. Oh, I did see the movie, too.
0: Mm. I feel like everyone reads it for school. even wow. though I'm not really sure what we were supposed to learn from that book. Ooh. I feel like it's kind of fighting is good.
1: Only if it's white. <laughs> Gangs are cool, but only if they're white. Only if they're white. <laughs> <laughs> then it's like a dramatic story uh huh, about love and loss. But if it's not white, <laughs> get the fuck out yeah, of our Yeah, the schools. white orphans. Yeah. That's an adventure, you know? <laughs> Boxcar children again. <laughs> That'd be fun to be an adult and be in a, a soc-type gang. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was like my dream. I was like, <laughs> a guy in a gang is going to be like, oh, I love you. And now I'm like, that's actually a really that would have been bad.
1: Yeah, probably. That
0: would have ended poorly.
1: Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm doing anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, like movies. I got i I'm just trying to, uh, this is a big, like, learning year for Robbie. And I don't want it to be, but it is. And uh, I just, I'm going to go back to school. I just started classes again. Really? hmm What are you doing? I don't know. I have like half an associates degree so I'm going to finish that and like I have a lot of free time, so why not? Yeah. Um and then yeah, I don't know. I nice. still like stand up, but it's just I'm I'm really like tired of a lot of it.
0: Yeah. I mean it's like very repetitive.
1: Yeah, and maybe it's just like the LA part of it. Um but I don't know. I don't so much of it is like the networking and blah, blah blah stuff that I just don't want to do. And it's not because I like, don't like people or whatever. I just don't want to do it. Like, I just want to go out and do comedy and then come home. Like, that's it. <laughs> I don't want to like go party and shit. And you have to sort of. To yeah. Be whatever. So
0: that's like one of the harder things. I think since I got sober is like I used to want to hang out all the time with everyone. Yeah. And now I'm like, I don't know. I have two hours in me, and then I'm.
1: Yeah, you get a little reclusive, and you also realize like it's all kind of stupid.
0: Yeah, but I also don't know what to do with my time.
1: Mm, I hear you.
0: I'm like, I need a hobby, but like, what?
1: Take up Krav Maga.
0: <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I'm like, it sounded I'm like. Jitsu, the official sport of sort of fat comics. <laughs>
1: Every white dude is in Jiu Jitsu.
0: Yeah. I feel like everyone's brother does jujitsu. That's the real.
1: Mm. My brother is um he's younger than me. And we were all like fuckering up, but my brother was just like what he was just like uh very good at fighting. Like everybody was <laughs> afraid of him in our hometown. Nice. And so he started taking jujitsu. He has kids now. And mm-hmm. he was like good at it. And he would do it as buddies. And then he went to a gym for the first time and he texted me he's like dude i'm like beating all these guys and i just started i think i'm gonna he does construction he's like mm-hmm. i think i'm gonna quit my job and i'm gonna become like a professional jujitsu guy i was like all right <laughs> and then two weeks later i saw his uh his wife posted an instagram story and it said like 2 a.m at the emergency room and i texted him i was like what the fuck is going on and he was like well turns out i'm not that good at jujitsu <laughs> somebody like threw him and he tore his acl oh my god the second time he did it yeah wow pretty crazy yeah he died he's dead now
0: he's dead he died of a torn torn acl ACL.
1: yeah they didn't have health insurance (laughs) they just let you die
0: yeah that yeah i feel like that's the story of people who like because i used to like snowboard a lot and stuff and Mm -hmm. like i had a really bad like knee injury
1: oh yeah can you not do it anymore
0: kind of well like i could but like i'm like if i blew out my knee again and i have no health insurance
1: yeah it's different being an adult you can't like i was skating skateboarding again like a couple of years ago and i was like if i break my ankle i'm gonna be homeless
0: yeah right it's like
1: snowboarding afford... Snowboarding's great i love snowboarding
0: me too my sister lives like uh in colorado like way up in the mountains and
1: oh nice my cousin lives there too mm-hmm. it's expensive as fuck but yeah it's fun
0: they live on in like a house on top of a mountain and I think it was actually not that expensive. Mm. But she also has two children and is very isolated.
1: Yeah, that's tough.
0: And I'm like, I don't think I could do that. But sometimes it looks nice. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're isolated in your apartment in Los Angeles, too. Just kind of depends how you look at it. Yeah. It's such a weird city. You're like so alone in a city of like 10 million people. Yeah. or at least it feels that way sometimes. You have to really like exercise will to like go connect with the world in Los Angeles.
0: Yeah. The amount of times I'm like lonely in my room and I'm like, I live with one of my best friends. I know. It's weird. Like, it's so weird.
1: Yeah. I don't know what that's all about. I think maybe you need some more of the Lord in your life.
0: You know, when I first went to a meeting and they were like, Jesus is the answer or whatever. Not the Lord, whatever. Mm. I was like, oh, I'm fucked. I am going to die. Yeah. Like I literally was like, there's no chance. Yeah. And I'm still like, this is really the best answer we can come (laughs) up with.
1: This is all you guys got.
0: Yeah. Really? Come on, guys.
1: That is like reality, though, for everyone, whether they like consciously need to address it as much as an addict does or not. But in life, there are two ways to get through reality, which is you occasionally drink and do some drugs to get through the day or you believe <laughs> in the Lord. <laughs> I'm just saying for like normal people, yeah. like you either take the edge off with a drink or like, you know, so happy hour or whatever, or you're believe in God. Like there are no other systems of belief that exist outside of those two in some capacity, like spirituality or drugs.
0: Yeah. It's so wild.
1: Yeah. Some people do both, you know, like the South, they
0: said the whole South
1: drink quite a bit and <laughs> believe in the Lord yeah but yeah there's nobody out there who's just walking through life without one of those things you yeah
0: know? well it's, it's like tough life. i life feel tough. like people who like legitimately believe in like who are really into religion and believe in like heaven and like all of that stuff i'm like oh do you just get to be happy because you aren't walking around being like well this doesn't matter because we're all going to die
1: they are happy every everyone that i know that is very christian or whatever and believes it are the nicest, happiest people.
0: Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. but then part of me is like, are the people that are really happy? Just like not that smart. Um, do they just like not think about things.
1: I don't think so. I think it's probably smarter. Like at the end of the day, the real intelligent choice, which I can't make for myself often is even if it's all fake, if it makes you happier, why wouldn't you decide to do that?
0: That's a very good point
1: because if you're not you don't know either way like being like there is no heaven It's like you have no idea and it's like there is a heaven. You have no idea. Yeah, one of them makes you very happy One of them makes you suicidal (laughs) The choice to go suicidal is purely ego of being like I don't want people to think I'm dumb.
0: Yeah, i want to be cool
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it's like you're not
0: miserable, (laughs) right?
1: You know nothing more than anyone else You're just deciding a belief system One of them is nihilism. And I used to do a joke about that where I was like, that's what's hard though. It's like trying to be somebody who believes in anything. There are no heroes. Like bad influences, like every rock star is of like nobody, you know, there's no like cool, like God guys. There's no like rock and roll, badass, like biker dudes who are shooting smack and then talking about Jesus. It's just not cool.
0: Yeah. I feel like the problem, the real problem is I never have looked up to anyone where I'm like, oh, I think they're happy. And now I'm like, where were the hat? Like, why couldn't I have like chased something that would make me happy? Like, stand up does make me happy, but it's fleeting.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was kind of the same way, but um, you gotta like, uh, yeah. I think you just need better <laughs> role models <laughs> or better like <laughs> something. I don't know. You know, everybody. Yeah. And that's a tough thing too. Is like in comedy, everybody you look up to, it's like they're all idiots, miserable fucking half of them are pedophiles the other half are drunk (laughs) yeah sober and it's like because they're clever like this guy's my hero yeah exactly i'm modeling my life after him because he's like can put words together that make people giggle yeah that's stupid
0: like 90 percent of my self-esteem comes from like being funny and like external compliments
1: it's not good (laughs) tell you what yeah it's very uh I don't know. I'm working on that myself. I realized, like, uh, there was a period where I didn't, where I felt very centered and very, like, grounded and very, like, assured um, in who myself. And then, yeah, like, just investing more in stand-up and stuff like that, you kind of just get way off kilter. And it's hard to get back because um, it is, like, a quick and easy way to feel good, but it's not sustainable at all. And (laughs) you can't, like, that's, you can't. Even guys who are like great, like the best, like your self-esteem can't come from that. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Particularly when you're nowhere, you know? Yeah, exactly. When, when you're, you're like,
0: oh, I just killed at fourth wall.
1: Yeah, it's not, it's not great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know how to get regular self-esteem, so I'm not saying Me that. Me neither. I'm dancing. like, I don't know how
0: people get self-esteem. Back to the
1: Lord, I guess.
0: Back to yeah. the Lord. It's turning into Seth's podcast.
1: <sighs> yeah um yeah he's a happy boy
0: i after doing that podcast i was like maybe i should be mormon i know they <laughs> assign you a husband like is that right i don't know it seemed kind of like maybe i was promised i show up at church and there's a hot guy
1: huh i could get me in there
0: <laughs> yeah i feel like every mormon girl is like beautiful is that right yeah because hu- the husband decides if she like gets into heaven wait what think this is a thing. I don't know if this is actually true. Seth said it wasn't true, but um, yeah, like a Mormon women like really like work on their appearance and like have a lot of plastic surgery and stuff in a good, like classy plastic surgery um, because like they're just trying to please their husband.
1: Cause it's up to whether their husband's happy is whether they get into heaven. Yeah. That's so sick. <laughs> Dude, that's so much better than the way things are. <laughs> All these goddamn girls with their fucking free will now—it's just insane. Like the level, <laughs> it's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, uh huh. We're the problem. It's not the men that are constantly hurting us.
1: I didn't do it. It's always some other guy that you never dealt with, and now no, I got to deal with the, the repercussions. The
0: problem is, it's the guy—probably your father—who mm-hmm. uh, like wasn't available or emotionally available. And then you attach yourself to every fucking emotionally unavailable man
1: mm-hmm. from like, yeah. And then one that shows up that is emotionally available.
0: Do you consider yourself emotionally available? I think so. <laughs> Cause I feel like,
1: yeah, but I'm only emotionally available to women who are not, uh, um, sane. <laughs> I'm only emotionally available for women that are not emotionally available because I'm fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, it's all tough. What are you going to do, you know? And I I don't know if I'm emotionally... I feel like I can... I feel like I'm pretty emotionally intelligent. uh, And I feel like I'm a good communicator. But I I only seem to be able to have, like, those feelings for women who aren't fucking got a boatload of problems. And uh, (laughs) maybe it's just more exciting or I don't know. But that's been my thing. And... Yeah, I don't know. Every girl's like, there's like this thing now. It's like, I'm going to be a boss bitch. And it's like, why? Like What about a happy to be here nice lady? You know? How about a couple of those? Just a pleasantly like, hey, it's nice to be here. Thank you. Everybody's like, I'm a boss yeah, bitch. Yeah,
0: move to like Iowa. No.
1: They also need to be attractive.
0: Yeah. Try living in LA and like, you got to have a little bit of like.
1: Boss bitchness? Yeah. I guess so, but I
0: think I don't even know.
1: Yeah, who knows?
0: I also feel like the boss bitch thing. Like, I don't really know what that means.
1: I don't know. I know it's a thing we're supposed to. What?
0: I feel like we're supposed to be like strong, independent women, but it's like, okay. But like, what does that mean?
1: I think it just means with argue. I mean, it just means arguing with everything your boyfriend says. That's what it (laughs) appears to be in my experience. Is I that go, hey, we should go this way to get there, and she goes, "That's the dumb way. We're not going to go that way." I'm like, I don't fucking whatever. That seems to be what a boss bitch is now.
0: I think that's just a bitch.
1: <laughs> oh, is that what it is?
0: <laughs> Unless she's like running a Fortune 500 company, I don't think they the... think they
1: are in their head. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're everybody's fucked up, right? We're all nuts. It's just trying to. Uh, find the nuts that matches with you i'm pretty sure that's a quote from like goodwill hunting or something (laughs) that's yeah great movie yeah i don't know dude yeah
0: i feel like i the one thing i wish i could learn is like how to have better taste in men Mm. in general because like yeah i love fucked up people
1: yeah yeah i hear you
0: like i've never like had a relationship with anyone who wasn't a drug addict or sober Hmm. and i'm like is that just because i like relate
1: yeah probably i've had a couple that were uh like good ish but the last few ish yeah i had like a three-year one once
0: maybe you're scared of commitment and you're like
1: after the three-year one i was i was 20 it was who i moved out here with i was 27 and we were together for three years and at the end we were just fighting a lot and it just felt like being married. And I was like, I don't want to do this ever again. Um, and then I, yeah, I just wasn't dating like seriously for a long time. And then since then, the last two that I've like had any feelings for are just, uh, you know, crazy people, but I don't know, I'm trying to work on it. Everybody's like, it's your childhood. It's your childhood. Like you're attached because of your attachment issue is it's got something to do with your parents or some shit. And it's like, oh, it's so annoying. Like, I'm going to therapy. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just attracted to women that, are like, aren't available. He's like, what, well, was your mother available? I'm like, I don't know. I was a child. How the fuck do I know if my mother was available? Like, what do you mean? Is she, was she there? Yeah. It's like, well, then you might not even know if that meant that. And I was like, then why are we talking about it? What's the yeah. answer?
0: Fix me. <laughs> I got I feel like I sometimes get jealous of people that have, like, really obviously fucked up families because then they have something to blame all their shit on
1: yeah you get trauma you get that capital t trauma and you can just point your finger at it and be like i'll just work on the problem with my uncle and then i'll be all right you know
0: yeah it's like i had two loving parents and still ended up in rehab like
1: i know yeah my parents are still married and whatever but i guess it's also like you know that doesn't necessarily have to be um like a giant thing there's just always dysfunction to some extent but i don't know dude <laughs> where it's emdr therapy have you ever heard mm-hmm. of that and i have to tap on my legs yep, alternating- I've done way? that.
0: like what there's got to be like a high portion of addicts who are also ocd mm-hmm. or maybe that's just me trying to feel like i'm a part of the group but
1: no that stuff yeah i mean mental illness and addiction is pretty hand in hand Particularly OCD. It's an obsessive thing. Obsessive mind thing, which is what addiction is. It's odd to me that people don't obsess. Like, I can't imagine. That my I would be a fucking millionaire. <laughs> Dude, so much of my energy is spent needlessly, like, just thinking about shit that doesn't help. And And yeah. uh, has already happened and there's nothing I can do about it.
0: Yeah. I spend, like, half my day thinking about a conversation that happened, like, a week ago or something.
1: Yeah. That gets better because I used to be like that. Um but now it's just the events become more dramatic or I make them more dramatic. But uh yeah, I don't know. I think it does get that stuff does get better and stuff the more you like do it, but yeah, like I said, either you gotta believe in the Lord.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I love yeah. It's hard.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's very
1: Join us next Cheery week. Cheery and uplifting. Um, <laughs> we need that gun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um I was last... gonna do a
1: stand up set once where I thought it'd be funny if I had a, a fake gun hanging from the ceiling. How are just like a in whatever this
0: world you're gonna have a fake gun, everyone would freak out. I
1: know. It's not a real thing, but I thought it'd be funny. And uh, <laughs> and I would go and like stand in front of the microphone and tell a joke. And if it didn't go well, I would just hang my head and walk over to the gun and put it up to my head and pull the trigger (laughs) and then sigh and go back and try another joke.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. That'd
1: be so funny.
0: (laughs) I feel like do you ever I feel like I joke about suicide too much around people who aren't comics and then I forget that they don't like that.
1: Well, I can't. It makes other people people who don't like uncomfortable. yeah, I don't know. I yeah, dude. I'm. I uh, just like recently became friends with is like you know, man. You just have like really dark sense of humor. And I was like, I do. I didn't, I don't even consider that. <laughs> really? He's like, yeah, like the darkest sense of humor. And I was like, well, I, don't know. I was in a good mood.
0: I f- yeah, I feel like everything I think is funny is. I don't know. It's either dark or it's like a stupid like dick joke or something.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean happiness isn't funny so you know yeah well have you ever seen like we went to a show last night and there was people laughing and i was just staring <laughs> at them furious <laughs> even though it was a comedy show and you should be laughing but like you know when you uh when you're around it all the time but even my friends the people that i was there with who aren't comedians weren't laughing at like the dumb shit i don't i think it's just i think it's the same thing as uh like a taste like your taste in anything like people who really like music don't appreciate you know hansen where (laughs) people who don't like just like oh it sounds good it's the same kind of thing yeah but if you like really fall in love with something you eventually like you just keep going deeper and deeper into it until you're like especially with stand-up you're like jokes aren't funny nothing is funny anymore it's just yeah either like whatever
0: i am mad because like I have a really stupid joke where it's like I talk about getting a you up text at 7 p.m. <laughs> that's and pretty funny.
1: Is it from a grandpa?
0: That's the joke. Oh, um, really? But I feel like it's like the, everyone always laughs at that one. And I'm like, it doesn't even make that much like it's stupid.
1: Yeah. Well, you are being overly critical on yourself. It's also not fucking art.
0: I know. Like But like I want it to be.
1: Does it get a giggle? All right, it's in the act.
0: I'm like, but I spent so much time thinking of these words. Yeah. By so much time I mean I spent <sighs> ten minutes on an open mic. But.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it becomes too precious. Like comedy's just supposed to be dumb and stupid.
0: Yeah. But then when you're like, uh, I want this to be my life's work.
1: It can be. You just gotta I think that's the problem with it, is like people who have uh any type of intelligence like realize that it is very oh it's fucking shallow so you got to have like other stuff in life that gives it meaning my opinion yeah because even like when you get used to doing well it means nothing it's such a like diminishing returns thing the first time you do it when you have a great set you're like oh my god and you're on top of the world but then when you've been doing it for a long time if you have a great set you're like okay that's what's supposed to happen and then if it goes bad it's still the worst feeling in the world
0: yeah. it's worse because you're it's like, the, it shouldn't yeah. happen it's so bad. I feel like now, though, I'm like too far in. Where now, like, I have friends who are like married and have kids, and I'm like, oh, that does look kind of nice. And like, I could have, I'm like, should I have like tried to do that mm. path more? But then it's like, one, Marty, this far in stand up, and I already know how good it feels when you do do well. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: How long have you been doing it?
0: Um, since 2017.
1: That's not that far five like years five,
0: no wait no 2016 somewhere around there yeah it's not that long
1: yeah but well, i mean like you're not it's not like you've you know you can still make a change yeah, if you wanted to
0: I, I mean i guess the thing is like i still love it enough that i don't want to but i am like there's some happiness factor that just every person who does stand up is missing <laughs> that i know
1: yeah well it's uh, yeah, it's, I don't know if you've been doing it long enough, you realize like it is pretty vapid. So especially if you're still like struggling to climb the ranks, if you're making money, it's different, but, um, it's tough. It's, you know, I guess it's like, it's also your perspective on it. Um, which for me the whole time, it's been just very selfish about like whether or not it goes well for me. And like trying to change the way that I look at it, which is like, can I make these people have a nice evening? Which is hard because I don't naturally give a shit. Like they're just there to feed my fucking narcissistic ego. Um, yeah. But when you try to let like go about it that way, it does kind of make it a little bit better. Yeah, because I'd... life is awful. Like life is hard. Life is brutal. <laughs> this
0: is it this is. is the like gun
1: for everyone. And if you can provide like you know, there's a lot of people are just like struggling and they go to the fucking club and they hear some guy say some, or some lady say some wild outlandish shit. And they remember like, okay, they're like, nothing matters. Like, all right, we're whatever. It's fine. Like it does, it does provide a service, but it's hard to see it in that light. Cause it's, you know, it's a you versus them really. And it's your, uh, your, uh, emotional state is on the line. So it can yeah. be tough not to just be in that like selfish, fearful place while you perform. But the best guys don't do it that way, I don't think.
0: Yeah. I had a sponsor, like, a couple years ago. The first, like, the, that sobriety, like, didn't stick at all. But um, I had a sponsor who was, like, pray before you go on stage, but, like, don't make it about yourself. And I was, like, I couldn't figure out how to do it until I was, like, oh, I hope they have a good time. Yeah. I was, like, until that, I had not thought of that as, like, a... Me neither. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, because it's so... It is so inherently uh self there's so much of you involved in it that you know and it's not like if it goes bad i'm the one that gets hurt you know yeah so it's hard to approach it that way but i've been trying to do that more in the past couple years and it it makes a difference Mm. to some extent um yeah i don't know
0: are you considering a career change
1: uh i don't know no, I'm not gonna stop doing stand. There is like, I don't know. I've de- I've, there's a lot of frustration for sure. Um, I think that's just par for the course. But when you get to a certain point, like I need, I don't, um, yeah, like security matters to me, like financial security. When you're like, you know, late 20s, early 30s, you're like, bah, whatever, who cares? What uh you know. And then you get older, and you're like, oh, this matters. Like I don't want to be, you know, 45 and uh still you know have a fucking roommate so um but you can like improve those areas of your life and still do it it just maybe has to take like it can't be the foreground for a period of time which is fine i think i don't like operate well when i'm like in a pay in a I'm not creative when I'm unhappy. And, like, for me, like, feeling financially insecure or um, just feeling like I'm not having forward momentum, I'm unhappy. So, I've been, I'm trying to focus on that stuff, but yeah, it's tough. It's hard because it's really easy to like dive into stand up and ignore all of your responsibilities because you can feel good and feel like you're, you know, um, there's like an illusion sometimes of progress when there really isn't any. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's something I didn't understand until like probably this year, is that like being unhappy doesn't make you more creative or like more deep or like more interesting. No. It's like that just means I'm probably not writing and I'm just sleeping and like.
1: Yeah, it's the opposite generally. That you're less interesting, less creative. And uh, yeah, it's that dumb trope of like the starving artist. But there's a difference between being like, you know, a miserable painter (laughs) <laughs> and a miserable clown <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's except harder. for the
0: sad clown i feel like that's a big
1: i don't think that's real like, really if it is i don't want to do that like you get it's romantic and blah 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 but then like if that's what it takes like it just... I just
0: want it to be that way but i do feel like my friends who are funnier like are generally less happy
1: like who name names I'm serious.
0: Well, it's like more the ones that are happier. I'm like, you're less funny.
1: Yeah. But do you think there's no f- happy comedians that are funny?
0: No, I think there are. I'm just like, where are they? I also, there are people that like on the outside look. Well, like Justin seems happy mm-hmm. and he's funny. Mm-hmm. Willie Simon is probably the funniest person. Yeah, well, very he funny. seems happy.
1: You also don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Yeah, exactly. All, I'm like, but, um,
0: But the people where I do know what's going on, I feel like are more complicated people. Yeah. And are funnier. And I'm like, I feel like it would be better for everyone if that wasn't true, but.